Welcome to r slash true off my chest, where OP discovers that her husband has an adult diaper fetish. Our next Reddit post is from Deleted. My husband is an adult baby diaper lover, and I'm going to leave him because of it. I'm a 34-year-old woman, and I've decided to leave my husband, who's 33, because he can't control his fetish. I'm not looking for anyone to tell me that I shouldn't leave him or try couples therapy. I've lived 12 years in this marriage that's been pure hell because of his diaper habit. It started when we got married. Two months after, actually. I woke up in the middle of the night to an empty bed and went downstairs and found him playing video games wearing nothing but a diaper. I was shocked at what I was seeing. At first, I thought that maybe it was a medical problem, but the diaper had patterns for a baby on it, like bottles and blocks. He explained it. Ever since he was potty trained, he kept sneaking diapers from his younger siblings. It was like a favorite blanket that he just couldn't give up. It comforted him. I tried to understand. I told him I had to process it because I'm vanilla, like a vanilla bean, lol. I don't care for kinks, any of them. And honestly, it doesn't really sound like a kink, it sounded like a habit that he'd never been able to kick. Anyhow, I accepted it into our relationship. And after a year or so of him doing it on his own, he started hinting that he wanted me to be involved. He wanted a mommy. And uh, eventually, I tried it. Immediately, I hated it. It was not for me. I didn't like playing the mommy role for my husband. You know the saying, he wants a mother, not a wife? Definitely true for me. I tried to tell him this, but he got extremely depressed and started talking about how he was a freak and that I'd never understand him if I didn't try again. I feel stupid saying it, but I tried again and again and again until it got to the point where passionate hugging was always incorporated into it. It seriously disgusts me the way that I've let him use my body. The longer it's happened, the less careful he's gotten. He'll sit in a dirty diaper for more than 12 hours. He'll get infections quite often. And, oh, he doesn't clean up after himself. He'll leave his dirty diapers everywhere. I hate it, even when he leaves them in the garbage and doesn't take the garbage out. I live in constant fear of an unexpected guest. It's very obvious what these things are. He's also collected a huge box full of sippy cups, pacifiers, baby blankets, adult-sized baby clothes, etc. The worst part of all this, at least for me, is that he comes to bed every night stinking of urine and sometimes feces. He told me he does it because sometimes he wants me to wake up and change him in the middle of the night. I can't do that, so I pretend that I don't smell it. It also isn't uncommon for his diaper to leak during the night. I have to change our bed sheets three to four times a week. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the smell. I'm tired of having a baby instead of a husband. I want a partner, an actual partner. I want someone who will help pay the bills, who will help clean the house, who won't pretend to throw tantrums so mommy can cuddle him. I'm tired of trying to tell him how much I don't want to be involved and then get guilt-tripped into participating again because I have vocalized how much I don't like it many times. You're probably wondering why I haven't left before now. And honestly, aside from all this, he's a great person. He's kind and gentle, sweet and thoughtful. But I just can't take his lifestyle anymore and I'm not sorry about it. 
I resent him for not telling me this before we got married. I feel like he doesn't care how much I hate it as long as he can keep doing whatever he wants. If you've read this far, thank you. I just needed to tell someone. I've mentioned before that marriage is for better or worse and sickness and in health and you have to take your marriage seriously. You know, you have to work through issues. Uh, you are way, way more patient than me. Uh, I feel like a month tops of my partner coming to bed with a doo-doo filled diaper expecting me to change it every night. Uh, yeah, I'd be out of there. I-, I-, I wouldn't last a month, let alone 12 years of this. I've got to read this comment from Delete Mods. Girl, be for effing real. This man is wearing a sack of poop around his waist, getting into bed with you, and snuggling with you while you play dead, and you're wondering whether or not you should leave? Our next Reddit post is from Account Throwaway. Last weekend, my girlfriend's oldest brother got married. She has one older brother and two younger ones. I was supposed to go with my girlfriend, but instead of wearing the dress that she bought when she went shopping with her mom, she wore a different one. It was a lacy, white, floor-length dress. I asked her if it was really appropriate to wear a dress like that to someone else's wedding, but she said that it's not a wedding dress. It sure looked like one, but she said that it was only about 150 bucks and not a wedding dress. I decided not to go because she was being so inappropriate, and I thought that it would be too embarrassing. I messaged her cousin that I might have been exposed to COVID, and I couldn't come because I didn't want to make drama. I found out that she didn't change her dress before she went. I also found out that she got there later than she was supposed to, and she started to try to walk up the aisle to her seat after everyone else was sitting in their seats and the wedding was about to start. Oh my god. Her dad stopped her and she had to sit in the back. Then, her parents drove her back to her apartment so she could change dresses between the ceremony and the reception. Her cousin told me that she told everyone that since her brother's gay and there's no bride at the wedding, that she didn't see a problem with wearing that dress. Her parents made sure that the photographer didn't take any pictures with her anywhere in them when she was wearing the white dress. She's still mad that I didn't go, but I think that I dodged a bullet. She still doesn't think that she did anything wrong. OP, so like, yeah, not going to the wedding is dodging a bullet, but in this case, I think really dodging the bullet is breaking up with this girl, because this girl sounds like a whole bunch of drama. I gotta say though, good job to the parents for handling that situation pretty much perfectly. I'm a 17-year-old woman, and I was brought up by parents who family vlogged. They started vlogging when I was around 7 and stopped 3 years ago. I want to hugely avoid speculation as to who my family is, so I won't be sharing much more detail. Our YouTube channel had over 500,000 subscribers. My parents finally stopped when there was a mental health crisis in my family as a result of the channel. This was never shared online. If you're a family vlogger or you're considering it, please read this and consider my perspective. I've wanted to share this for a while, but I didn't know how to. I loved it for a while. I loved being the center of attention while the camera was on, and I loved getting more toys. I stopped loving it when I realized the only time I was getting attention was when the camera was on. And the only time that I got toys was when I performed in a way that I was meant to. I'm gonna list some stuff that happened to us and how it affected us. My siblings and I were so paranoid that there were cameras on us that the only place we felt comfortable changing was in the bathroom with the lights off. I couldn't talk to my mom about anything when my mental health began to get bad because I was too scared that she would share it online. If I had asked her not to, it wouldn't have made a difference. I now barely have a relationship with my mom. 
My mom considered homeschooling us so that she would have more time to make content during the day. My best friend's mom said that she didn't want my friend to be my friend anymore because my mom kept filming her without permission. My mom didn't care how upset I was. I didn't have a single private moment. My mom woke me up with the camera on, and she often filmed right until we went to sleep. She filmed us in the bath, and although she tried to get it off the internet, it's downloaded and online forever. Alright, okay, that one's really bad. That one's really bad. She shared when I got my period, even though I told her that I didn't want her to. Someone tried to kidnap my sister, and they found it easy because they knew her full name, address, school, and details about her. My sister didn't know that he was a stranger because he knew so much about her. Um, okay, I'm not trying to defend vlogging here. I think um, vlogging with your kids when they can't really consent is, is honestly pretty bad. But I think the problem here isn't really vlogging. The problem is having disrespectful and uncaring parents. Like, I think there's ethical ways to do family vlogging and unethical ways to do family vlogging, and this is definitely more towards the unethical side of things. Our next Reddit post is from Stolen Turkey. I'm confused and frustrated and need to vent. We hosted Thanksgiving this year. My husband and I, our kids, husband, siblings, and niece and nephews, and most importantly, my husband's gravely ill mother. We're all at peace that this Thanksgiving and Christmas will probably be our last holidays together. It's been emotional and exhausting, but we really wanted to make a memorable day that everyone would enjoy. Our daughter Mary is visiting from college, and one day before she flew in, she says her boyfriend, Chris, is actually flying to our city to visit friends over the break. Mary asked if he could come over for Thanksgiving. We've never met Chris before, but to be honest, we're not wild about him. As soon as Mary started dating him, we started seeing some worrying changes in her. Our son, who's just a couple of years older, confided in us that Mary is getting into the party scene largely because of Chris. We tried gently bringing up our concerns with Mary, but she shuts it down and has started to pull away from us. So, because we didn't want to alienate her, we said Chris could visit, but they need to stay in separate rooms. She said that won't matter because he booked a hotel room and she'll be staying there with him the whole weekend. Cut to Thanksgiving and Mary and Chris arrive. He's, uh, not the greatest. He makes a couple of rude and snide remarks throughout the visit and hits the alcohol way harder than is appropriate. My family was in a very earnest mood, if that makes sense. Lots of emotion. And he was just dismissive and flippant and cast a shadow on everything. At one point, everyone started telling stories about their favorite holidays at my mother-in-law's house when she would go all out for family parties. My husband and I stopped working in the kitchen to join the conversation. When we got back to the kitchen after maybe half an hour, I went to check the turkey in the oven, and it was gone. Completely missing. I asked my husband if he did something with the turkey, and he was just as confused as I was. <laughs> we looked all over the kitchen and house and couldn't find it. We go to the living room and ask everyone if they know what happened to the turkey, and, and no one knows what we're talking about. At this point, I realize Chris isn't around. I pull Mary to the side and ask where he is, because I don't want to jump to conclusions and make accusations. She said that he had to leave to meet up with friends. I asked her to text... <laughs> 
I asked her to text him and ask if he knows what happened to the turkey, and Mary kind of rolled her eyes. At this point, it's dawning on me that Chris probably stole the turkey and left out the back door while we were sharing stories with my mother-in-law, but I'm just so confused why anyone would do something like that. I can't bring myself to actually make the accusation out loud. So, we were left in the terrible position of having everything else ready, but no turkey. We had to break it to the family that we had no turkey, and... <laughs> and everyone's confused and sad. Mary said that she had to get going to an event with Chris, which deeply disappointed me. I told her as much, and she just said that she'll see us again later this weekend. My in-laws went driving around to restaurants and grocery stores and pieced together enough stuff that we were able to have a meal much later than expected, but it felt like the whole day was ruined. Everyone was kind of murmuring about Chris leaving around the time the turkey disappeared, but no one wanted to actually accuse him out loud because it's such an explosive allegation and there's not actually any proof. I'm just confused why anyone would do such a thing, and heartbroken because my mother-in-law didn't deserve this at all. At one point, she teared up, but pulled it together. I'm also increasingly angry with my daughter, but I feel like I can't say anything because she'll just pull away more. Then, OP posted an update. I was talking with my son today, and he told me that last night, Chris started taunting him over text about the missing turkey. So, that settles it. Chris stole our turkey basically as a big F you to all of us. My son didn't say anything at the time because he didn't want to make people more upset than they already were. One of my husband's siblings is very mad at us for how things turned out and how my mother-in-law was disrespected. That sibling is not talking with us right now. I've tried calling and texting Mary, but so far, she's ignoring me. That's all I have to say about this. It kind of sounds like your daughter is pulling away from you regardless of what you're doing, so it kind of seems like you may as well just make your position known that you don't approve of this guy, because inevitably this guy's going to break her heart, right? He's a, um, a no-good turkey thief, and if he's the type of man to steal a family's turkey, then he's obviously not the type of man to be good to his girl. So um, that relationship's pretty much doomed. I, I don't know, was she in on it? <sighs> I don't know. OP, you're really, really polite. If someone, if someone came into my home and stole my turkey, I wouldn't be, I'd be like, yo, where, where's my f***ing turkey? Our next Reddit post is from Away Throwaway. My deaf cousin constantly complains that our family doesn't speak American Sign Language. I do speak it. I just won't use it around her because she's a B word. My cousin is a nightmare to be around. Growing up, she was a bully. She did not change as an adult. The only difference is that now, she tries to justify it as holding people accountable. She's the type of person where nothing is ever good enough. She always comes before everyone else, no matter what. She did nothing wrong, and even if she did, you deserved it. If you disagree, then you're harming her and you need to apologize immediately. My entire family tries to avoid her as much as possible. However, we have to deal with her for Thanksgiving and Christmas. My grandparents hate her behavior too, but they're peacekeepers to their core. For the last couple of years, I've been attempting to learn American Sign Language. My girlfriend's brother is deaf, and I wanted to show my girlfriend that the people important to her are important to me too. I'm not fluent yet, but I can hold and understand a conversation, which brings me to this year's Thanksgiving. 
As per usual, my entire family came to my grandparents' house for Thanksgiving. My cousin and her parents were the last to arrive, conveniently missing all the work to get the dinner ready. My cousin acted like her usual self once we sat down. Since she can't read lips well, she relies on her parents to tell her what's going on. I finally felt confident enough to translate, so I snuck glances at her through the night. The first thing I could translate was her calling my brother's new baby ugly. The next was how awful a cook my grandma and aunts were. She really topped herself when she said that my 14-year-old cousin looked like a whore. As the dinner went on, she started getting visibly upset and kept complaining about being left out. By the time that we got to pie, her anger escalated to a full-on meltdown. She yelled at us and called us lazy buttholes for not knowing American Sign Language. When her parents calmed her down, they gave us a gentle lecture about how much it would mean to her if we learned it. Which is why I will never tell my cousin that I know American Sign Language. She may get away with everything, but I'll make damn sure that she gets nothing good from me. Besides, I would prefer that my relatives never found out about the awful things that she said about them. Opie, I don't blame you. Your cousin sounds awful. What kind of person calls a 14-year-old girl a whore? That was r slash true off my chest. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.